believe in miracles. Don't say people, I'm doing business here, man. I don't want anybody tells you words and ideas can change the world. Ninety-percent of what you're saying ain't coming out of your mouth. From failing, you learn. From success, not so much. Keep moving forward. Welcome to the Small Business Miracles Podcast. I am Jeff Randolph. This Small Business Podcast is brought to you, as always, by EAG Advertising and Marketing. We're going to talk about marketing. We're also here to celebrate entrepreneurs, and we're going to help you get that marketing news and advice that business owners can use to keep moving forward. Uh, plus, that featured interview that we're talking to today, you're going to want to tune into this one. It's it's Kristen Thomas from Open the Doors Coaching. You may have seen her column in Kansas City's Pitch Magazine, or you may have heard her podcast podcast, keep them coming. This one is a must listen, so stick around for that one. Joining me in this segment is Kristen Thomas from Open the Doors Coaching. Welcome, Kristen. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You uh, So uh, a little bit of the origin story here. You were at the KC Chamber Small Business Showcase um, where we met, and you've been a small business superstar. Um, I saw that you were nominated for the, the Business Pride Awards. Congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the KC the Chamber Showcase were at Union Station. were among endless of just kind of like regular run-of-the-mill old businesses, and we thought, yes, right there, uh, brave, honest, fun. Um, <laughs> that looks like somebody we need to have on the podcast. So tell us about the business. What? How would you describe what you do to other people? So I'm a certified sex coach and clinical sexologist. And that usually makes people's jaw drop. So I usually simply say after that, I help people with their love lives. See, that's a great... If, if it were this easy to write taglines, everyone would do it. That's, right. that's, that's a great summary. So if we if we think then about the product that you offer, um, you have a lot of different kinds of products because you've got um, uh, workshops and and destination workshops. Walk through some of some of the product pieces that you've got. Sure. Well, I work with people both one on one mm-hmm. as well as in coupleship, and I do sometimes work with uh, we call it couples in absentia, where someone is in partnership, but I'm only working with one oh, of gotcha. the partners. So okay. it's still kind of couples work. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do workshops. Those can vary from just a community workshop where I am partnering up with a nonprofit and trying to provide some community education, maybe around gender, identity, sexual health, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then other times it's something that's a little bit more private, like a, an event has an, um, I'll partner up with another person here in town. I have one coming up actually in two weeks I'm thinking about, and she's doing more of the self-care side. I'm doing more of the intimate wellness side. Ah, okay, okay. And so we're, we're, talking about where those two things intersect. So we're doing a three-part right. series. That one's a little bit more of a private thing. It's mm-hmm. 21 and over and ladies only for this one. Okay. Um, and also, we're I'm working with another coach that's based in Portland mm-hmm. on a destination workshop. I so, saw that on the website, yeah. that there were some destination options there too. So there's there are options. I also am working on trying to find the right platform to mm. start offering some recorded online courses where oh, you okay. can just go on my website, purchase that recorded workshop, watch ex- I recognize there are people out there who are way too scared to pick up the phone yeah. or send me an email and say, hey, Kristen, here's my issue. I need help. But maybe if they watch my video, right, right. do that course. So um, there's a lot of platforms available. But mm-hmm. with what I do, obviously, I have to think about censorship. Right. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, and so I've got a lot of things in the works. I'm working on a book. I'm working Ooh. on an invention. Finally got the the ball rolling on that one. Talking to I'll, I'll say a puppeteer. 
Oh, fascinating. So I, you know, you said invention and I'm like, you can't follow up on that because she's not going to tell what the invention is because <laughs> then everybody runs away with it and, and it's, it's not yours anymore. Right. But, uh, puppeteer. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah, okay. Okay. I, you know, in, in thinking about the, the delivery and that kind of thing, you've got in person, you've got zoom, you've got, mm-hmm. you know, some kind of video thing. It, it you yeah. really are meeting them where they are, whether that's the, the, um, delivery method and it's also the content right i mean you're you're meeting people where you're you're showing up where they um start yes and taking to. them wherever they go yes yes and, and people sometimes also come across me because of my podcast or mm-hmm. my column that i have in the pitch mm-hmm. um lucky enough to write a monthly sex and relationship column for them uh, both my column and my podcast are called "Keep Them Coming." Exactly, and I'm 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 listening. I've I've read. Uh, I'm, I'm I've partaken in in those kind of things. Thank it's, you, because that that is a way that you're promoting yourself. Yeah. If we if we pivot to just kind of how you promote yourself, the the column, the podcast are both um, ways that you can be out there and be mm-hmm. visible and provide education. So you're you are the thought leader. Um, in in that, and you're providing a, a, a needed resource. Um, talk about the way you promote yourself. Are is is one of those vehicles better for promoting yourself than the other? Are they both the same? Do you like one more than the other? Oh, I like. <laughs> I like one right now more than the other because uh, it, I have an editor and like I kind of turn my stuff over to the pitch and like they do their thing, um, just fine tuning it versus my podcast. I'm very much on my own right now. Right. Um, I tried to start doing video mm-hmm. because I just was like, okay, YouTube is something I've not really gotten into much. This was the year I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. Editing a podcast for both audio and video is hard. Oh, yeah. And it's time consuming. So um, I grew to not like my podcast as much. So I decided I need a hiatus. Okay. Again. Um, I've also had some life events happening this summer that just I – it's it's very much a let it go, let it go, let it go. It's okay. It's it'll come back to me. That passion for it will come back mm-hmm. to me. But yeah, I sometimes think it gets tough. I understand that. Yeah, and I'm 150 episodes in, so I thought episode 150 was a good spot to take Pause, a break. Take yeah. take a season break, and then exactly. your next season of 150 podcasts will just be it'll, it'll just fly right by. Exactly. And yeah. It, do you do other things to promote yourself? How do you? How a lot do you of networking. Networking. So yeah. individual, personal kinds of things. Yes. So I'm an ambassador with the Mid America LGBT Chamber of mm-hmm. Commerce. Like those people. Yeah. Love those people. Yes. Uh, in fact, when I walked in, I was like, "Oh, this would be a great spot for a Coffee Connections event with them." So I also do a lot with the Casey Chamber. I've mm-hmm. done a lot with them for years. Um, I had a time where I took a break from networking with them because I wasn't really sure about their focus on small business. Oh, sure. But I will give a shout out to Vicky Kulikov, who has done an amazing job with making small businesses truly feel welcome at the chamber. And I have seen a dramatic shift in the last few years about how they really, I think, show that show, they value yeah. us. So. Well, I, I, you know, I, I mentioned you're seeing all kinds of just regular old businesses that you would kind of expect to see at that event after years and years. Um, but but you're there. Was was there any kind of hesitation okay, to show so up there? My very first small business showcase mm-hmm. where I was handing out my cards as Kristen Thomas, Open the Doors Coaching. Right. Someone sees my card and they were like, oh, you, um, okay, so does that mean you're really good at sex? And I was like, <laughs> I, yes, but my job is to help make sure that you're good at it That's too. Right. Also, yes. 
and that that just kind of came out. I I was not prepared for that question, mm-hmm. and I did not have that response prepared. But then, like six months later, when someone said that on one of my social media pages, my marketing guy at the time was like, "Do you need me to take care of this? Do you need me to? I will take care of that response. Like that's just uncalled for." I was like, "I'll probably just say the same thing to them." I say. When people ask me in person, which is, yes, but my job is to make you good at it. And he's like, people ask you that in person. I was like, oh, yeah, at the oh. Casey Chamber, in fact. <laughs> yeah. All the time. Uh-huh. In front of a group of people, just like word vomited it right out. And I was shocked. And as was the people around me, um, I don't often get that uh, kind of response anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, I think I have learned to say a little bit more rather than just to hand people my card oh, sure. and like experience the shock. Mm-hmm. I'm usually talking at them when they're looking at my card and I, I'm learning to recognize that moment where they go, Oh God, what, what, what did a, I just what, read? Who am I talking right? to? Right. So I now? give them a second What's, to like mm-hmm. get their bearings, but I, I try to keep engaging them. Um, but yeah, there are still times where people, I had a guy recently, actually, I tell him what I do and he mm-hmm. kind of, Oh, and then he, you know, turned the lady next to me. And we both went to hand him our car and he was like, no, thanks. So I was like, I'm a legitimate business just like everybody else in here. Like it doesn't it's no skin off my nose if you don't want my business card. But I'm not handing this to you in some form of judgment. Just I'm yeah. a business like everyone else in the room. That's fa- that's a fascinating kind of response from somebody. But uh, I mean, there's a lot that goes in behind that. I mean, it it, it makes me kind of want to pivot to the origin story and how you how you got here, because you had regular, you know, job type <laughs> jobs for 15 years. You, you're at Mizzou and, and degree in psychology, but then now you're, it was a 180 change really. Oh yeah, for, it was a renewable that. energy. So what to, to tell us about that, that, that I experience. went from traveling the world, going to places like Haiti, the Canary Islands, India, Mexico, Ethiopia, South yeah, Africa. Yes, you do. Shit like yeah, that. Sure. And... Then Trump got elected and they shelved my product line. And I was listening a lot of times on the road Mm -hmm. to podcasts. And my origin story is thanks to a podcast called Call Your Girlfriend. Okay. Aminato So and Ann Friedman. Mm -hmm. And Ann went to Mizzou. She was there at the same time I was. That was something that drew me into the podcast. I was like, yay, go Tigers. That's right. And they were taking a break and said, hey, we want you to listen to these other podcasts while we're on a break. So I tuned in to one that was called Down for Whatever. Mm-hmm. Maisha Battle, who is also a certified sex coach and clinical sexologist based in San Francisco. And about five episodes in, I was just so drawn in like, oh, my gosh, this lady is like the best job ever. And then she had another sex coach on mm-hmm. and they were talking about how and why they became sex coaches. Well, backing up my history, I had been at Jenny Craig for years as a weight loss coach. I was a certified corporate trainer. Um, I was a phenomenal trainer. I was very good at helping people with change management, so both not employees. Unfamiliar territory right, for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I had imagined myself moving up the ranks, but I just I got burned out. I made some mistakes. I left the job. Shit happens. Yeah. Um Got out of that, kind of got into renewable energy by happenstance. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was left field right. to me. Sex coaching is actually, regardless of what you see on my uh, <laughs> LinkedIn well, profile. LinkedIn is not always right? the place that it's we not, go right? for the deep insight into someone's <laughs> soul and passion. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought I was going to go to school for marriage and family therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when I didn't get into grad school, I just went and got jobs. I thought, mm-hmm. well, I'll just apply to another graduate program one day and just never did. Also, college got really expensive in the 2000s. Yes. You know, um, J.D. Craig was a really interesting opportunity for me to use my degree without having a master's. Also, RIP to Jenny Craig. Oh, that's they no right. longer exist. Poor, they poor they just out. got closed. Yeah, poor one out for them. I mean, I still have a lot of friends who had worked there and mm-hmm. who were very negatively affected by a uh, venture capital firm coming in and buying yeah. them and then slowly just squeezing the money mm-hmm. out of them because that company was never about squeezing money out of customers. Right. It was helping. They truly trained us and I believed it. I drank the Kool-Aid mm-hmm. where it was we are here to help people change their lives. Right. And when you help people change their lives, the money will come. Yeah. So that is something I have held on to. I'm not here to squeeze a bunch of money out of somebody and get them to do a, a six-month membership and maybe only see me three or four times and I'm going to push some product or give them some workshop or worksheets or things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a subscription available, but it's a little bit more intensive than that. Sure. Um, most people work with me on like a package basis. Mm-hmm. They do pre-purchase a few sessions to get a little bit of a discount, but uh, there's plenty of clients that just pay me, you know, session by session. Um, but I don't, I don't utilize systems. I don't utilize packages or subscriptions to try to like suck people into um, just like take all this content, eat this all up and right. you're going to be fixed. It's very, very client centric. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's their journey. And, yeah. and if if that package pricing helps them overcome an obstacle so mm-hmm. that they, you know, can help complete that journey or at least move further along, then you're good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've always tried in open the doors coaching to keep my focus on what does this client need right mm-hmm. now from me? Can I give that to them? Right. If not, who can I refer them out to? Mm-hmm. But ultimately it's just about helping them live a better, healthier life, tapping into pleasure, which is their birthright. Mm-hmm. So you you got into Coffin Fast Track, New mm-hmm. Ventures program on mm-hmm. that. Did that how, how was that to help? Phenomenal. When, did that help you in the, the early stages of, of business or was oh, yeah. this before you launched into? I did that in 2018 and I had launched in 2017. 17, right. Yeah. I, I thought we've we've interviewed so many people on on the podcast um, where it was uh, especially from from the small business chamber if showcase event um, where hey it's the pandemic and I was like uh oh now what am I going to do mm-hmm. and they came up with this phenomenal solution to a problem mm-hmm. and and they've launched that business for it um, what what did the so this was you you started before the pandemic yeah. started. This was this was all very planned, and the pandemic came along with a curveball. Yeah. So I guess also like going back to finishing my origin story of hearing mm-hmm. that podcast yes. and deciding like that's what I could do. I called my best friend that night who had worked for me twice at Jenny Craig, mm-hmm. and said, "This is what I think I need to do." What do you think? She's like, that's the best idea I've ever heard you have. I'm like, could you go into this with me? I think you'd be great at it too. She's like, thanks, but no thanks. She still would make a great sex coach, but I digress. Mm -hmm. Um, We, we as women, I think, often worry about whether or not we're going to make it because like we don't often have that extra cushion financially. Right. we have made less throughout our careers. We don't often have the generational wealth that men have. And I surrounded myself with a community of women who were also trying to build dreams mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, all my friends I, I found at the moment were like in little entrepreneurship roles. They were trying to um, help people build stuff in this town. 
And I was like, why haven't I not, why have I not talked to you all about this stuff before? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So they were like, well, you're ready now. Let's talk now. Yeah. So I had girlfriends that walked me through goal setting. I had girlfriends Mm -hmm. that walked me through, you know, here's the people in town you need to turn to and ask questions of. And one of those uh, things was first score. Okay. And then score turned me on to the small business I guess it's SBDC now. Mm-hmm. And then that's where I got into Fast Track. So it was it was a lovely series of events that led me to Fast Track. And now um, the business mentors that I met there, I'm still talking to, still in contact with. Um, one of them I still see quite regularly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think it gave me the confidence that I needed. Mm-hmm. At the time, because I was like, oh, little old me, what am I going to do with this? And I thought it would always be a sort of a side hustle. Yeah, yeah. And it was a side hustle for several years. I worked part-time jobs for a long time to try to make ends meet. And then I decided at the beginning of 2020, mm-hmm. New Year's Eve was my last shift at a restaurant job. Ah, uh, okay. So you were working a restaurant job mm-hmm. as, as that business starts to, yeah. to take off. Got it. Yeah. And... Of course, we all know what happened in March. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yes. So I had just gotten my office lease signed. I got my furniture oh, wow. last week of February. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. Yeah. So all this stuff starts hitting. I'm freaking out. Mm-hmm. I'm literally thinking, like, does Nebraska Furniture Mart have a return policy right. on this couch I got on sale? Can I change my name and move to a different country? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. And unlucky for the world, but lucky for me. April 13th of 2020 saw the most searches for how do I file for a separation? Wow. Yes. Okay. So you've got search volume on your site as well because people are going through some stuff. The phone calls and emails that I was getting mm-hmm. were all very much, I love my spouse. I hate my spouse. Help. I am trapped in a house with someone who doesn't want me here. Mm-hmm. And it was so easy for people to ignore their problems mm-hmm. when they had the world just making them go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the world forced them to slow down and look at each other, they were like, oh God, mm-hmm. what do we do now? And that's where I came in. Man, you know, the, the, if, if we think about the, the entire marketing concept for a minute where marketing concept is you, you find what people want and you figure out a way to give it to them. And that is exactly what you've done. That is um, and you, and you're not a, a therapist. You're right. you're a coach, and right. so there is a difference between the two. Thank you. Um, yeah. Your your website uh, does a nice job of explaining the difference between the two, of saying, "Hey, you may need both. You yeah. you don't have to talk about the past to move forward." Yeah. So yeah, and I'm not here to pathologize mm-hmm. anything. Then that's the one thing about therapy. They have to, for billing purposes, if they're going through insurance. Give you a diagnosis. Oh. They have to say, this is your thing. Here's what you have as an affliction or a some some underlying condition. Right. Interesting. So we yeah. diagnose you immediately. Yeah. I don't I don't have to do that. There's there's something wise and, and growth oriented about that. That's a that's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. And I try to be conscientious of my language around things like mm. that. So someone, especially like a woman who's some people may say that she has inorgasmia, mm-hmm. meaning she cannot come. I say that you are just pre-orgasmic. You just haven't done it yet. Or it's been a long time since you've done it. Right. Your uh, language is important in in the things that you do uh, mm-hmm. because of, like you will you will talk to someone and there's a high chance that you could offend someone if they if if they 
read a word this way or that way, or they identify as something that um, is is opposite of, of the term you labeled them with. So you've mm-hmm. got to be very, very careful about that. Um, I saw on your website, masturbation is a, mm-hmm. a term that you're trying to not, yeah. uh, not use as much. So yes, and... I do often wear a toy to networking events around my neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People don't know what it is, but it, my tagline is exercise, meditate, masturbate. I was going to wear it today, but it just didn't quite match the fit. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, so while that is my tagline, that's mm-hmm. often how I sign off on my emails. Yes, I like calling it solo sex or solo pleasure, pleasure time, whatever it may be, because the, the Latin root of masturbation is literally like harming oneself. So we don't do that. We yeah. don't harm ourselves. And That's all, not harmful. It, right. And it usually has a pretty negative connotation for mm-hmm. some people. It's uh, a very clinical word, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's usually what they heard like teachers or priests or nuns, whatever, pastors saying that this masturbation was wrong. Right. They didn't say things like pleasure is wrong or mm-hmm. self-pleasure is wrong. So if I can do one little thing to just not make them think about all those negative messages that somebody else planted in their head, all the better. I mean, if the country was founded by Puritans, you I mean, it's it, it starts way back in the day and then we kind of continue it on uh, to today. Maybe maybe now we're we're making a breakthrough. I do feel a certain sense of trying to atone for my ancestors. Let me say this. My very first ancestor that immigrated to the United States came over in 1620. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, because I think actually it was 1629 because 1620 was the beginning of the Great Puritan Migration. Yeah. And so he was one of like the first people over here. Like I'm talking like 10th boat over something crazy like that. So um, yeah, it, I've got a lot of work to do to make up for everything because he was like he, a founder of a church uh, and all this stuff yeah. in New England, just outside of Salem. I'm pretty sure his descendants had things to do with the witch trial. Almost made a joke about it and decided, no, no, let's just be careful with that. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure wow. that my ancestors okay. had things to do with the witch trials. Wow. Yeah. And so I feel a certain sense of atonement to help the world now you know, thank <laughs> with you some of the of, seeds that were planted all the way back then. Thank you for all the work you're doing <laughs> to undo your your family's legacy. Yeah. Um, so where does your business go from here? What's What does the future look like? That's a great question because, my God, I have so many soliciting emails in my inbox telling me what I should be doing with my business. And, oh. you know, like I think the honest answer is right now is I am winging it. Mm-hmm. Truly, I, I've i been thinking about, you know, I've, I've hit that five-year mark. I've pretty much accomplished most of what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I don't have – I didn't have a 10-year plan. <laughs> so it is time to sit down and think about what's next for the next few years. Um, well, you've got an invention coming yes, out. You've got a yes. author. You're, you're going to be an author at some point. Those are trying all – Trying to wrap up that book. Oof, man. Trying to find the time to sit down yeah. and write when you just have – life going on. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and I have been talking about that a lot lately about either trying to book a couple weekends away Ooh. where, you know, we're both just kind of doing our own thing. Maybe he's reading and I'm mm-hmm. writing or he's sitting on the beach and, you know, I'm on the balcony of the hotel so I can have the Wi-Fi. But um, intentional reflection time mm-hmm. and, and progress that can be made. Yeah. And, and I've thought about trying to break my book down more into essays. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I think that would be more helpful. But my my book is about um, – how do I put this? 
Well, let, let's hope the we can things ex- earn our parents. Our- the things our parents could have done better on when it comes to race and dating. Oh, oh, that's that's it. That's solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like the I like the concept. Yeah. Um, I was I was hoping maybe that would, you know, your your title would earn our, our explicit rating for this this episode. Unfortunately, would- no, it's actually um sort of modeled after. OK, not sort of. I, I, maybe I shouldn't say this publicly, but it's inspired by a Buffy the Vampire Slayer oh, thank you. title. I, it's inspired. Uh, yeah. I think that can only help. Mm-hmm. I think that can only help. Yeah. All right. Let's let's go into the lightning round, shall sure, we? Sure, yeah. Let's, the, so here are the rules of the lightning round. Okay. We we do um, quick. You have no way of knowing what kinds of things I'm going to ask. Okay. Um, you were shorter answers. Um, we can dive into them and explain more if we need to. Okay. Um, but we'll just kind of rapid fire hit you and, and see what happens. See where Heard. we go from here. Um, and the first one is, why do you hate Twitter? Because Elon Musk is a piece of shit. Um, so I deleted Twitter. I completely deactivated both my accounts lately. Mm-hmm. Um, after he said "cis" is a slur, I'm done. It, it there's there's a lot that he has done in in. Um, there were several things before that. Yeah, there's but, a lot that he's done to to really kind of um, make Twitter uh, a political thing, and it didn't necessarily need to be. I mean, I loved Twitter for so long because of the political discourse that was often on there. There Mm -hmm. were certainly things. And even I liked turning to it for news for a long time because I followed international news sources and local news sources. And if there was something that was going on, I was like, maybe I should check Twitter real quick and see what's up. Because I don't have cable. Right. Um, So it was the place that I turned to for information for a long time. But um, I don't understand what's wrong with that guy. I don't understand why people idolize him. He's not that smart. Elon He's not. Is he Elon. just has money. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of dumb people that have money, and he is one of them. Hurts. So that's it. Your next question is: um, it's, it's kind of like the meme of of uh, what people what what you do and what people think you do. Um, mm-hmm. What's what's the biggest misconception people have about your job? I am not in the room. I'm not oh, in the room with people. Not, have sex. You're not a hands-on somatic sex worker Correct. type person who yeah. helps a couple by being there. Correct. And yeah. And so people just assume that that's oh, a thing that that's yeah, how this people, works. They kind of do this looking you're really, at my card and go, so tell me more. Are you like in the room? Or are you I mean, no, I'm not. No, it's Zoom. And you just point the camera <laughs> so that I can keep no, yeah, no, that is not how this works. No. I'm like, I just usually say, you know, much like when you go talk to a therapist, mm-hmm. we're talk only. Got yeah. It. I may tell you or coach you or suggest to you some things to do before you go home and try on your own. Uh, and and the misconception comes from people not knowing what this world looks like. When and and you mentioned getting your business card out and somebody going, oh, how if if we educate people and and give kind of a rough kind of guess of that hands on sex work as as a percentage of what all sex work is um, when or sex therapy and sex coaching. Um, what what percentage is that? That's oh, got to be like a, two percent. Two, right? Yeah. It's it's nothing huge because it's only explicitly legal in certain certain states like Arizona and California, New York. I think maybe Oregon. It's been a little while since I checked. Yeah, but it's but it's it's a tiny amount. Like yeah. it's it's not a, a very much. Yeah, okay. And I think part of it is because um, that movie with Helen Hunt and William H Macy. Mm. Crap. 
the name of it is escaping me, but she played a, a therapist that mm-hmm. does sexual surrogacy. And it is a beautiful film in showing that entire process that it's not just them having sex. Right. Like it is a, it is for very specific kinds of people. Oftentimes it's for people who have disabilities or people who have uh, maybe lost a spouse mm-hmm. or um, people who have just been chronically single, like the, the 50 year old virgin. So yeah. virgin is also, I say that because that's the term that people identify with, but I don't right. actually use virginity. Oh, it's another, it's another, <laughs> it's another word. Terms. Yes. Virginity is a social construct. So I like saying sexual debut instead oh. of virginity, but there's not really one to like, as far as the title of one who's never had sex. Um, Right, that the public I'm, will identify with other than virgin. So. I, I think I would be I, I, even even in in having this kind of interview. I'm I'm worried about all the things that that I've misphrased or, or oh, said something yeah. weird on. So I, I would have good. I would have uh, guided cautiously guided me yeah. there. Very kind of you. Um, let's let's give you the power to change the world um, and and the way people think or stigma or whatever. What what would you change to make the world a better place? Hmm. Oh my gosh! I know you've never had that kind of power before. It's it's a I would, I would with be, great power. I would be dangerous. Comes great in responsibility. Such a good way. So, okay, I think that there are people in this world who truly believe that everything that we do is supposed to be strife, or it's supposed mm-hmm. to be painful, or mm-hmm. this world is supposed to be hard, and that pleasure is only reserved for those that have worked hard enough. Pleasure is only for those that deserve it, but pleasure is everyone's birthright, and pleasure can come in many, many forms. You don't have to work hard to deserve it. You don't have to earn it. You just get it because you're a human. So if I could get everyone to understand that, I think the world would be a better place. There's not one thing I can add to that beautiful thought. Outstanding. Um, What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Mint chocolate chip only if... The chocolate is like a shaved chocolate. I don't like the thick, chunky Ooh, chocolate yeah, you have to yeah. chew. I want it to melt on my tongue. It's like Turkey Hill mint chocolate chip ice cream. With the brand shout out. Oh, yeah. I just, I, I I don't know if I asked the question just to see if the answer would be vanilla. And just, <laughs> just to see. Just, just to see. Um, where can people find you? Where let, Tell us tell us where we can learn more, where we could get in contact, where we can see you next, any any of those things. Sure, yeah. Well, you can see me next. I don't know when this is going to air, actually, but... It's, uh, it's probably not before Friday. Okay, when, cool. For this um, they'll, have to, they'll have to go online and take a look at that. Gotcha. Well, okay. The easiest place to catch me, obviously, is in the pitch every single month. I'm mm-hmm. in the back. It's called Keep Them Coming. You can also go to my website, openthedoorscoaching.com. That's a great place to start. Uh, You can find links to my social media there. But uh, yes, I deleted Twitter. I did add threads, though, in its place. So just getting that started. But I'm on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and TikTok. That's my largest following right now. TikTok is the largest. Okay. I have 280,000 followers on TikTok. So I had a few videos go viral, but I also get highly censored. Mm -hmm. So my my videos have definitely been throttled lately because of the content I discuss. Gotcha. So if you like sexual health content, please give me a follow and share. Who doesn't or who shouldn't. Right? Um, But yeah, my content gets taken down quite a bit. Yeah. Well, well, maybe that's changing. Even though I'm not violating terms. I swear I'm not violating terms. I get it back. Back, but I always have to fight for it back. Yes. And then you get knocked for that. So 
well, keep keep up the good fight. Um, keep keep doing what you're doing. Uh, open the doors coaching. Kristen Thomas, thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. That is our show. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Miracles podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave us a five-star rating and review. Drop us a line on the EAG uh, website at eagadv.com if you have any thoughts. Until then, we're going to be out here helping entrepreneurs with another Small Business Miracle.